Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, the man behind the scenes, it's T-Bone, and my co-host, who, by the way, has two times won. Twice? Twice. That's like one and two. The U.S. National Brisket Championship titles at the Chest to Chest Invitational. Nobody can just walk up and do that. You have to be invited. You do have to be invited. Did they invite you? They invited me. Yeah. Because I won brisket someplace that wasn't a qualifier. Just like I was invited to your daughter's wedding. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We're not going there, are we? Yes. Yes. Oh, welcome to three guys in a basement taking shots at each other. It's Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groderman. And today we're very excited to have Megan Day. Yeah, we need to get rid of some of the testosterone and bring somebody who makes common sense in. Which or at least somebody who has a, a higher intelligence than the three of us put together. She's, and that would be Megan Day, that without a doubt. Megan Day, we've had her on the show many times. She's such a great guest. She has, by the way, five world championships, including three in sauce, which we'll be talking about, one for rub and one for chicken. And you need to check out her website, which is BurntFingerBBQ.com. That's BurntFingerBBQ.com. She's the pitmaster of Burnt Finger Barbecue. And they've got all these sauces and rubs and just all kinds of products. And a pretty get. Am- amazing human, too. Yes. She's like a pretty amazing human. Just a super nice person. We're very excited to have her back on the show. And we're going to be talking about to Andy because you're getting ready to go camping. We are going camping. And we're so we're going to talk about soon. campfire meals that you're planning because a lot of people are outside. This is that time of year. It's chilly, but it's still not too cold to go camping. That's right. And Halloween weekend camping is always fun because you never know what's going to happen at the campground. There's going to be kids running around trying to get candy and adults that we're going to imbibe with things. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Now, I don't want to say anything, but just remember, you don't have to be the fastest one from the bear but just not the last yeah, one just not the last one <laughs> so so i may joke about your daughter's wedding but your daughter just got married which everybody who's a parent that's or has gone through a wedding knows what an ordeal that is and oh it's great i mean the number one the weather the this last you know week was beautiful good for you so we had the you know the ability to have the outdoor ceremony that she wanted so that was great uh and then all of the parts of the wedding, we just had so many uh, friends and family and uh, their their imprint on it, whether it was uh, a good friend of mine built the um, the altar that they used. Oh, and, wow. we ha- and the girls did a hand fasting ceremony, a Scottish ceremony with the knot where you do that. And we had that your, from a friend. Your and, hands were fasting? Yeah, fasted. Oh, fasted. I'm sorry. Fastened. <laughs> what, and, what, now, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not familiar with that. What so, is that? So they, they take you know ceremonial rope and they create a knot okay. amongst themselves. And then they pull the knot and tighten it to strengthen the relationship. Oh, and how cool. It's a, it's a really cool uh, ceremony. So we had one of those, um, you know... Uh, the cakes were made by a friend that is an amazing pastry chef at town company here in town. Uh, 
even to to the beverages we have a local haunt that does amazing cocktails drastic measures and and yaslin and wait a Justin. minute there was there was booze at this wedding dave <laughs> if any of my children get married you know that i'm gonna have <laughs> if, if only for myself an entire room <laughs> now now you've got all these people coming in from out of town yeah. So I yeah, assume, yeah. were you doing some cooking with all this going on? Well, so yes and no. Officially, I was not supposed to be in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, so I did the menu and prepped uh, all of the product. We did terrace majors, you know, like a little petite tender. And, nice. And some nice sides with that. Uh, but all of the barbecue uncles were in town. <laughs> and so, the you know, they had decided that I was not going to be allowed you know, in the kitchen. So I got everything kind of Now, prepped. is that not because you're a good cook, because we know you're a good barbecue, but they wanted you to be part of the wedding. They, and yeah, they wanted me it. in my penguin suit out front, which is <laughs> fine. So the only thing that they let me in the kitchen to do was between the ceremony and the reception, since we were at the same venue, okay, uh, we wanted the girls to make sure they were going to eat ahead, of, you know, before right. the reception so that they could greet people and sure. do all of that. Because- as you were saying, it's a you get there and it's just a whirlwind and a blur and everything's going. So they did let me cook their dinner. So it was kind of like walking into a, you know, a surgeon's orchestra, right? So you get the the lights are on in the kitchen and they've got the gloves ready and an apron and they're like, All right, he's coming back. And I did a uh, a surf and turf for him. So we did a, oh, a nice. big tomahawk steak and some um crab cakes and you know, they've got the gloves that they're putting on me over the tuck sleeves and the apron goes on and then I'm searing off the tomahawk and the cast iron. And But that was the only thing they let me in the kitchen to do. The The barbecue uncles took over that and, you know, it, it just... Was it, that a rented tux, by the way? Yes. So you did not want to get barbecue all over no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> End up owning a tux with barbecue all over That's it. That's exactly right. You know, my fantasy, if I ever get married, and you two can jump in there because I can't find a date, but if I ever get married- Is to have me cooking a tux? Ooh, that's- th- No, that's I'm my, not doing that's it. That's my second thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there's an event space in town, which is a big barn, and, and I, I, I perform there every once in a while, and that's the place I want to do it, because you're talking about the one place. Yeah, what's, is, the, what's the space? What's uh, it called? It, it's, oh, I can't remember the is name. Is it the foundry, or is yeah, it- Yeah, I think it, that might be, and what I want to do is have the wedding and the ceremony, or the-, the rec- Right there. Like you just sit down at a table. You're not sitting in little chairs or you're, you yes. know, and you walk down, you go, do you, do you, I do, I do turn around and go eat barbecue and have the DJ start. That's my fantasy wedding right there. That is. And that, that is honestly kind of what, what happened. The ceremony was outside and the folks, the ceremony was smaller. They wanted a smaller ceremony. And then the reception had a, a larger audience invited and so everybody that was there for the ceremony kind of was able to just move right to happy hour so we had (laughs) cocktails and you know we were talking about the foundry a second ago so that is tied to bull creek distilling okay and mike denny who owns that uh hooked us up with a barrel and transport brewery barrel aged a beer for the wedding for us in a bull creek barrel so all of our friends like i said all of our friends were able to put their imprint on the wedding and kind of have 
a part of it, which makes, you know, the love just circles even bigger when you get all of those little special inputs from everybody. Well, but yeah, we started right with the happy hour <laughs> right out of the gate and then, you know, right into dinner. So it's great. Well, congratulations to you and the mother of the bride, Mrs. Groneman, for surviving all that. <laughs> Time now for our Ask Andy segment sponsored by October Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is smoke on wheels, pork marinade and injection that you can get at All Things Barbecue. And their website is atbbq.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us this week? I've got a question from Robin Evans in North Dakota, and and that alone justifies the question. Andy! Yes, sir. How should I store my pellets for the winter months so they will be 100% next spring? We've never had a question anything like that before. That's good. So that is a great question, and the the best way to store the pellets, uh, I would put them in an airtight container. And then I would store them indoors if you can in your garage or someplace that's not going to have a lot of variance in temperature. So obviously in the wintertime, it's going to be super cold and then the sun hits things and they warm up and you don't want condensation inside the pellet bucket. So if you can keep it in a, in a barn or in the garage in an area where the, the temperature is not going to vary so greatly, uh, you won't have to worry about any condensation. But definitely a good airtight bucket so that you don't get any critters in there, anything trying to use it I got as litter. Un- or- I got an unfinished basement with that kind of work. Yes, absolutely. Too? It's just like a root cellar. Yeah, I, I understand. Like So like at Petco, they've got the, those uh, sealed things for dog food. Yes. Oh, that yeah. work really It's well. excellent. And Sam's Club and Costco both also carry that. It's great. And when all else fails, use duct tape. That's <laughs> what I can tell you right now. So we're very excited. Next segment. Oh, by the way, uh, Robin, thank you so much for your question. We're going to send you our to- October barbecue sauce of the month, which is smoke on wheels, pork marinade, and injection. And very excited. Coming up next segment, the next two segments, it's Megan Day. You can check her out at BurntFingerBBQ.com. That's BurntFingerBBQ.com for all kinds of products. We're going to have Megan coming on next, talking barbecue right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Whether you're entertaining in the backyard or catering for a thousand, Holstein Manufacturing, home of the famous Maxi Barbecue Grills, has the charcoal or gas grill for you. All grills are made with either heavy 14-gauge steel or 304-grade stainless steel and, yes, NSF approved. They're so versatile, you could cook a five-course dinner on them. To view their products and to see them in action, go to HolsteinMFG.com. Darren says if you have a special need or idea, Holstein Manufacturing can make it happen. Check them out on HolsteinMFG.com. And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Kias, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Very excited to have returning guest Megan Day with us. She is a five world champ. She has five world championships, including three in sauce, one in rub, one for chicken. She's the pitmaster of Burnt Finger Barbecue, and you can check out their website, which is burntfingerbbq.com. They've got sauces and rubs, smokers, merchandise, recipes, and she has been all over television, including. Food Network's Beat Bobby Flay, Today Show with Hoda and Jenna, Season 2 of Food Network's Barbecue Brawl, and the Home Shopping Network. Uh, did I leave any out, Megan? Oh, the kitchen. We, the cho- <laughs> I won Chopped. I mean, it's, it's Megan a Day, fun resume. <laughs> she's been on TV more than Johnny Carson, so that's there all I go. can say. Megan, welcome back. How are you doing? 
I'm good, and I've got my Ed McMahon. I've got Jason, my husband. So <laughs> yes. we're a traveling. We're we are a duo. <laughs> is he is he over there right now with doing something with bacon? That's all I can guess. No, nope. he's not. Actually, my son does break dance and DJ lessons, and so tonight was his night to do the extracurricular. Oh, so. very cool. Very yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us. So you know all the things we're going to talk about, but one of the things T Bone sent. Andy and myself, a picture of your zombie hands. Yes. And of course, we got Halloween this weekend, or well, Monday, but it's all going this weekend. Everybody's partying this weekend. Let's talk about those zombie hands, because those things were, I'm going to tell you, they look, they look good, but they were a little creepy at the same time. Well, first and foremost, they are not my hands, so let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It's not a good makeup job. It is actually, it's a tradition for our family. So we've got two small kids and we always wanted to feed them, you know, right before we head out to go trick or treating, make sure they had a good solid base in their system. So they didn't want to just eat all of the candy right out of the bag. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's a little strategy. And so we decided we would do meatloaf, but make them look super spooky and so we got our hands on some uh you know like a uh, gelatin mold that is in the shape of a hand and started um spraying it with cooking spray and stuffing the meatloaf inside and then baking it off um you know drop the, the meatloaf out of the mold so it was in kind of a hand shape but the the cool part about it is the kind of the extra stuff that you add to the meatloaf so what we like to do is take, you know, kind of the core piece of an onion and cut it down so it looks like the little bone is sticking out <laughs> of the back of the hand and then taking some of the pieces of the onion and putting it on the fingernails. But the the two elements that I think really make it extra creepy is, you know, a good meatloaf recipe has some like ketchup or barbecue sauce or something on it just kind of to make it that deep yeah, red glaze it up well, yeah glaze it up and add a little bit of sweetness to it and some tanginess and so we will put our barbecue sauce on there for that but then we take chunks of provolone cheese and we put strips down the fingers and kind of you know the round of the cheese right on the the top of the hand and as it bakes up with that barbecue sauce and with the provolone cheese it it weeps kind of and like bubbles and turns into zombie skin. I mean, it looks creepy, but it's delicious. Yeah. And that's just what we've done for years and years and years. And our kids have come to expect it. We pipe on some some uh, pota mashed potatoes around it. So it's just a full meal. So <laughs> we're talking kids. with Megan Day, uh, Pitmaster of Burnt Finger Barbecue. And, you know, Halloween is coming up. And you talk about putting a base down. Usually as the parents that would run around with the kids. That was so when we hit the driveways with some special adult uh, <laughs> beverages that we'd have a base down too. <laughs> yes. That, that might've been the extra incentive, <laughs> you know, trick or beering right. trick or bourbon. Yeah. Is there, is, by that. the way, is there a way for folks to see a picture of it? Cause T-Bone sent Andy and I a picture of it. Is it, is there, yeah. where, the, where can they so, find a picture of it? Yeah. So if you go to Instagram, um, you can go to at burnt, finger megan and i've got kind of like a, a walkthrough reel of how we do that and then there's been some pictures so over the years we've kind of posted um but the most recently i think i did it about three weeks ago or so did kind of a walkthrough so people would have time to order their 
gelatin mold <laughs> from the internet if they needed to find it. Or I've, I've heard, you know, Spirit of Halloween sells those things as well. So you can still get your hands on one um, and put your meatloaf in there and then bake it off like normal. Just put it on a cookie cookie tray. And I actually, as a matter of fact, my sister-in-law is like, can you make me a couple of those that I can just <laughs> bake off? I'm like, sure. Yeah, that'd be another another opportunity to get some uh, product out in the mail order space, right? You get that on the internet and just have That's it right. cryovacked uh, zombie hands. That would be, <laughs> I like it. That would be cool. It, it, we, it's actually, you know, all of those kinds of opportunities are out there. I personally think that, you know, you can find your favorite recipe for meatloaf, um, but people don't want to take the time to do it. So, yeah, there's always those opportunities out there. But it's kind of fun with the kids to do that, right? Because you can make them mix it and get them involved oh, yeah. in it. And, and it really does great work when you can get the kids into the kitchen and make them part of it. I, we've always, you know, thought that that was the, the best way to get the kids eating new and different things or, or stuff that maybe they weren't interested in if it wasn't like a dino chicken nugget. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you're you, preaching to the preacher. <laughs> that's, I mean, that is, that's our whole goal is that every, they need to be a part of it and understand, you know, and then too, like we, we hide vegetables in it. So I shred carrots and put in it. It not only adds a little bit of moisture and some texture, but you know, you color and you see it and, and, you know, heightened in some of those good nutrients and a little bit of cheese, a little bit of onion, some Worcestershire. Yeah. I put our bacon rub in there too, because it's got a great, you know, kind of that back rendered grease flavor that goes into it. So we doctor it up quite a bit and have over the years. Um, but you know, it's just a basic, a, a good recipe, but the kids get, they go crazy when we start putting those, you know, onion bone and the fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a creepy looking photo. <laughs> yeah, go to go to Burnt Finger Megan on Instagram and you can you can see the entire walkthrough. Leave me a comment. Tell me tell me you saw it. I hope you make one because yeah. it's or two because um, it really does feed uh, you know everybody and and is delicious. Uh, you know, a nice ham sandwich the next day. <laughs> oh, that's a great thought. Nothing better than a meatloaf sandwich. A hand sandwich. A hand sandwich. <laughs> oh, man, the dad jokes. <laughs> you have to forgive Andy. He just married off his daughter, so he's still doing dad jokes. <laughs> That's true. Hey, it's a bona fide, it's a bona fide delicious meal, I'll tell you that. that oh, my. Oh. She nailed it with that one. <laughs> Onion nails. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, if you no. keep doing it, we're going to knuckle under and just let you keep no, doing no. it. It's not a problem. <laughs> Sadly, I can do this all day long. So, uh, Megan, hang around with us. We want to talk more with you. We we love having you on as a guest, and that's just a great thing. Uh, again, we're talking with Megan Day, and she's got a five world championships, including three in sauce, one in rub, one in chicken, and we just talked about the zombie hands that you can see on Instagram at Burnt Finger Megan. Go to at Burnt Finger Megan, and of course, check out her website which is BurntFingerBBQ.com. On there, you can purchase some sauces and rubs, smokers, merchandise. I think I'm going to get a hat, by the way, Megan. You got to have some Burnt Finger merch. Got to have some Burnt Finger merch. merch. And, of course, uh, recipes. And, of course, she's been all over television, including Beat Bobby Flay, The Today Show, and Food Network's Barbecue Brawl. So we'll be right back with Megan Day coming up next segment right here on Barbecue Radio Network.
And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Annie Groneman. And this week, we have returning guest, Megan Day. Five world championships, including three in sauce, one for rub, one for chicken. Uh, we just mentioned we were talking about the zombie hands, and you can see a video of that. In fact, it's a tutorial. You want to check it out on Instagram at Burnt Finger Megan. That's at Burnt Finger Megan. And check out that video of those zombie hands. Perfect for Halloween. She is, of course, the pitmaster of Burnt Finger Barbecue. And their website is burntfingerbbq.com. And you can get all kinds of great sauces and rubs and smokers and merchandise and recipes. And Megan, so it's Halloween weekend. Uh, before you know it, it's Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas, right? Yeah, we're, we're headed into the holidays. I mean, we really are. I mean, it just starts going really quick after this and so you're shipping out a lot of your product talk a little bit about your product yeah you know it's it is it's something that's really fun to give to somebody especially because i I like to say these products are born with kansas city pedigree right this is we're tastemakers we've been on the kansas city barbecue circuit and that's where we have honed all of our skills but we also knew that we wanted to have sauces that are family friendly i love to say if you like my sauce you're probably putting it on ribs or sneaking some chicken nuggets and dredging (laughs) through that because it's just you know i mean like it's just one of those sauces that really the whole family can enjoy and we've seen that because you know you just mentioned we have so many world championships in sauce and in seasoning and andy you know you've got products it is not easy to win those championships with your sauces. So for us to continue to get those, we are like, okay, we're on to something. Let's let's continue to do these quality products. And so people like telling that story and they want to send those products to families and friends over the holidays or give them as corporate gifts. And so, you know, what I'm doing right now is I'm actually working on corporate, you know, some, some of my corporate um, buyers have been calling and saying, I want to, you know, put together a, a nice package for me. And so I'm kind of working on a lot of those, but we are gearing up. Um, I have put a ton of energy into making sure that we don't have any issues from a supply yeah, chain. That's what I was um, going to ask if uh, yeah. like bottle bottles right now, I know we actually just switched back from plastic to glass because our bottles have been back ordered and we didn't want to go into the holidays. Uh, with, you know, a shortage. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, t- you know, I mean, I've been ordering, you know, like the, the flip and fold boxes and yeah. 80 pounds of crinkle paper. And, you know, like <laughs> I've been ordering all of these things because I want to make sure I have them because I don't want to put myself in a situation during the holidays where I can't get them. I'd rather say this is what we did and this is what we sold. And if it sells out, we did awesome, (laughs) you know, but it's not because we've left money on the table because we can't get our supplies. But, you know, we're, we're really, I mean, I just, the thing that I'm fearful of, and I never want to be a fear monger, but the reality is tomatoes are in a shortage and our sauces are tomato. Tomato Oh, wow. Yes, right? right. And so again, we've put a lot of energy into making sure that we've got ample, gallons and bottles and interesting that you said you switched over to glass because we're i'm not at this point i'm not seeing an issue with glass um and that's what we're in so knock on wood um that we can continue to to get those and essential you know supplies that we need but you know it's a it's making sure that it's on the shelves um we're seeing a pretty big halt 
in um, retail orders, just to be blunt. Um, I think there was a lot of people who bought a lot during the pandemic and they're getting through their stat, you know, getting through <laughs> yeah, their they, stock. Everybody was worried that there yeah. was going to be no product. And so they stocked up a little bit and, and got yeah. their, got ready to go. And yeah, now they're working through it. You know, now with the shortage of tomatoes, could you make your sauce grapefruit based? Just just a thought. (laughs) Well, I don't know about that, but I will tell you that outside of the sauces, there is a great viral video right now that Megan's got out there. It's got over 300,000 views and it's using the steak seasoning. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing with the firecracker. That sounds so good. Oh, the firecrackers. Okay. So there's a big context called the Jack Daniels um, Invitational. And I was lucky enough to get to go to this big event of, you know, about five or six years ago as and be a judge. And there was a, a guy there who said, you know, threw me like a snack cracker because you don't eat much when you're judging. You're going to eat a lot of meat. So you don't really eat a whole lot outside of what you're judging. Yep. And he threw me one of these firecrackers. And it's basically like a garlic, salt, pepper, um, ranch powder and some chili flakes. Right. Yep on this coated on this cracker but you want to keep eating them the fire in it like you just keep you can't get enough of them <laughs> and they're super addictive well i decided we've come out with a steak seasoning that's those basic same flavors but it's got a little bit of worcestershire in it and some deeper richer flavors and i thought what if i did that with the ranch powder and the chili flakes and just put that on a cracker and see how it tastes well, it was phenomenal. I filmed a little walkthrough of the video and threw it up on Instagram and at Burnt Finger Megan. And I looked at it all of a sudden one day. I was like 100,000 views. And now we're well over 300,000 wow. views. And I'm getting all kinds of people following saying, what's next? What's the next one? So I'm working on a version of like a chicken and a biscuit cracker. That's Ooh, my next version. Those, yeah, that'd be excellent. <laughs> Right. A good one. But, you know, it's so fun to think about, like you talked about giving gifts during, you know, what people can do with what they get. And so I always like to take the approach when I'm putting content out there of not just the obvious that you, yes, it it goes wonderful on a steak and on some salmon, but put it on a cracker, put it on your popcorn. What if you add it to, you know, just any kind of a recipe that calls for garlic, salt and pepper. It's kind of like a recipe hero. It just substitutes that. So that's where I get excited when I put those things out and then to see that kind of a response is well, and the other thing kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, and the <laughs> other thing that's cool is, and I don't know about you, and I, I'm probably sure you do this, but like for our neighbors and friends, we always make something too. So we may give a gift bottle of wine or, you know, whatever is, is kind of pertinent with whoever the friend is, but then we always have something, whether it's smoked nuts or something yeah. you mentioned chicken in a biscuit we used to do a deal where we would uh, bacon wrap those and cook them and the bacon shrinks over the chicken in a biscuit and do some stuff like that but you you can take the the products and you can make that and it, it if you don't know your neighbors because you know you you lost you know touch with everybody through covid go put one on the neighbor's doorstep, go ring the doorbell and tell them, you know, happy holidays and use some of those recipes and like get out and, and enjoy your friends and neighbors again, make something special for them. Andy, you want my address? Because I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. But I'm not your neighbor. <laughs> friends and family. I, you know, one of my favorite things to do is I'll take bacon and I'll take our, our steakhouse seasoning 
and I will add it to some panko and and Italian breadcrumbs. So I do a little both. I want a little bigger crunch and a little bit, you know, smaller crumble. Yep. But I will sprinkle that over the top of bacon and then bake it in the oven. And it becomes the most savory, like Italian, oh. crunchy, crunch, crunch treat that you've ever, ever had. Yes. And that is like, yeah. And so every, you hear candied bacon all the time. Well, I take it to the opposite and I go super crunchy, savory. And I have actually a neighbor who every year is like, Dude, am I going to get some of, some of that bacon? <laughs> well, and the panko would just suck up all of that bacon yes. grease and in the oven, it's going to just cook and get crispy like that. And yes. just beautiful golden too, I bet. Yes. Yeah. So, so I like to do things a little bit different. Um, and, you know, like, like you said, take those products that you would never think about to use. Like our base for our beans is our barbecue sauce. Like it's, you know, we do everything we can to try to find ways to use the products that's not just super, super obvious. I mean, I do love barbecue sauce on a hamburger, but I also like to mix it in with, as I, you know, with the meat itself yeah. and the seasoning. Well, Megan, you know, I hate, I hate to jump in here because we always yeah. love having you as a guest and you have so much for us, but we're uh, going to have to say goodbye. We've been talking with Megan Day. Check out her website, which is burntfingerbbq.com, and you can get these sauces and rubs that we've been talking about. And check her out on Instagram at burntfingermegan. Megan, thanks so much again for being on the show. Yay. We're going to be talking to Andy next segment about outdoor cooking here on Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Andy need the attention. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits got wood-burning barbecue pits, both commercial and now residential, for you backyard barbecuers. Again, check them out at oldhickorypits.com. And please support your local barbecue joints like if you're ever in San Luis Obispo, California, did <laughs> I say San Luis right? Obispo. I knew I was going to butcher it. San Luis Obispo. Obispo. Thank you. Hooked on phonics with Dave. <laughs> T-Bone always gives me a look when I mess up like that. And it's a really cool place. Have you ever been? I've never been. I've, I spent about a year in Southern California, but not there. Did you go to like Shell Beach or any place like that? No, I went to uh, Kroger's grocery store. <laughs> That, that was it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I went to Southern California. One year. One Kroger. year I was there. Anyway, check out Old Slow BBQ Company. They're located at 3870 Broad Street in San Luis Obispo. San Luis. Obispo. San Luis Obispo. <laughs> T-Bone's still giving me the look. <laughs> check them out at OldSanLuisBBQ.com. Thank goodness they left that one word out. And if you're there on the website or if you go to the restaurant, check out the pit plate. Looks good. Pit plate. Speaking of which, if you're ever there, listen to us on News Talk, KVEC 920 AM and KVEC 96.5 FM. And their website is 920kvec.com. You can hear us there Sundays at 1 o'clock. So time now to turn our attention to that guy. 
Andy Groneman. guy. Some people call him Andy Groman, but uh, it's properly spelled or said Groneman. And he's the <laughs> reserve grand champion at the American Royal Open. And it's time now for our All Things Barbecue Spotlight. And All Things Barbecue, by the way, has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue and Thanksgiving and Christmas that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. Get fired up at their website, which is atbbq.com. All right, Andy, what do you got for a product right. spotlight? So, you know, last week we were talking about kind of the turkey flavor kits and mm-hmm. that you could go check out Chef Tom, who was throwing those ideas and recipes out on the sauce, which is the All Things Barbecue uh, blog site, right? So you can go and, and watch the videos on the YouTube channel, or you can get the emails and get signed up for that, and you'll get those recipes. Well, now you've, so you got the recipes. Now you need to be able to prep the darn bird. Okay. So to me, that means you're going to need two things. You're going to need some poultry shears, uh, you know, up front, and then you're going to need a great slicing knife on the back end. Right. Um, and so my, one of my favorite slicing knives is is made by Victorinox, uh, which Forstner actually owns that company. But Victorinox does a great job. It's a stamped steel knife, so they're stamped and forged, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we haven't really had a big discussion about knives before, but we'll take a whole two episodes sometime. And <laughs> we do, do. That. that's important. But uh, a Granton Edge slicer and what a Granton Edge is. Uh, and it's not like San Luis. It's it's just a <laughs> a, a, a Granton Edge. Digs are welcome here, by the way. <laughs> has 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 a dig out in it, right? Oh, so okay. on the side of the blade, it's got that little uh, bevel cut out of right. it. Right. And the theory is is that when you have cooked meat, uh, if you're trying to slice through it and it's tender, it'll tear. Right. So that Granton Edge releases the meat because it allows air behind oh, it. So okay. you you don't have as much surface. So you don't have as much friction. It's physics. It's a good thing. It's it's, like, it, it's it, more science stuff. It's with Andy Groneman. It's science stuff. So a good Granton Edge slicer uh, for turkey is wonderful. And so they make a ten and a half inch slicer that is great, and a ten and a quarter inch uh, slicer, wonderful. So I would get a Victorinox Granton Edge slicer. Great products. Awesome product. And then poultry shears. ATBBQ actually has poultry shears that are now perfect. And it we we have hunted poultry shears for <laughs> years. You don't understand. Like it, there's, you know, the 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 cheapo Sam's Club Makers Mark ones. There's super expensive forged shears. There's to find the right handle that has the right breakover mm-hmm. for the bones, because I would tell you. When you're going to cook a turkey, you want to spatchcock it. We'll get into that in another show. Okay. But those poultry shears make all that happen. Okay. So check that out at All Things Barbecue. That's ATBBQ.com. Yep. Quick and question with, with Thanksgiving coming up when it comes to doing the turkey. Yes. You or the missus? Who does the turkey in your house? I do. Uh, that's what I thought. I do the turkey. The missus does a couple of things. She makes the cornbread. Mm-hmm. Uh, because her cornbread is amazing. Smart man. Um, and then usually... She's on a couple of the sides. It depends on what we're doing. And so just real quickly, before we completely head out of of Product Central here, if you go to atbbq-prep-and-serve-set, you will find what I'm talking about. Okay. Because they've put it together as a kit. Oh, very nice. So you can get a kit to do that. 
and be, be ready to go for the fall. Be ready to go. Thanksgiving. Perfect. That's right. Excellent. Again, check that out at atbbq.com. So we were talking that you, you've been a busy boy. You've just married off your daughter. And of course, you're working all the time. And you're going to get away, which I'm happy to hear. And you're going to go do some camping. And we were thinking, well, what kind of campfire food are you going to be cooking up? Oh, yes. So, and and when we talk about campfire meals and outdoor cooking there is so many great ways to fire when you're camping fire so you can cook right over the open fire and all the campgrounds we go to and we go to a lot of state campgrounds or um city or county you know campgrounds so government you know funded Mm -hmm. stuff national parks and state parks they usually have a fire pit with a grate or the ability to put a grate in at all the sites so you know you can cook over wood i love to bring cast iron with me Okay, because I do a lot of it in cast iron, right. and then I like to take a griddle too, like a blackstone or even a griddle that you can put right over the fire, just mm-hmm. a big cast griddle, because uh, you can do so much with it. But just to give you an idea, and and again, I mentioned that we might have some libations too, <laughs> um, but we usually have some kind of a breakfast you know beverage so a bloody mary so that you can mm-hmm. get your tomatoes in and yeah get yeah, your yeah. Veg- get, get your veg in get your early veggies in or mimosas if that's your thing but we'll usually have a grit bake or an egg casserole so really easy to to take that cast iron you know put your egg casserole together get all your veg in there and you just throw that right over the fire nice or if you can build your coal bed out of the the leftover coals in the morning you can put it on top and bottom of your dutch oven if you're using a dutch oven but great place to start uh same with like a coffee cake you can throw that coffee cake right into uh the mix there and then from there we do you know i love to do soup so again i'll take a dutch oven sweat down all my vegetables right over the you know the fire Mm -hmm. in the dutch oven add your stock to it add your chicken or your uh, pork that you can grill off over the fire get it nice and and you know medium rare for your pork 160 for the chicken and then i can cube that and put that into the soup it's going to add that little bit of smokiness uh but like a white chicken chili it's going to be nice and chilly it's going to be chilly during the chili <laughs> gotta have that and we're gonna have a white chicken chili it's going to be great and of course my wife's going to make the cornbread yeah and then for breakfast you know day two Got to have biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah. Sausage right in the cast iron. Make Use that fat and make your roux and boom, great pan gravy, French toast casserole. And then I love to do like, uh, and, and you know, Megan was talking about the savory bacon. Mm-hmm. You can do that or you can do uh, a pig candy style bacon. Uh, you can do little ham steaks that you do that way. Now, now, when you got the big open fire going, do you ever just hang meat over it and cook it that way? You know, you can do that. I typically don't do that at a campground because I don't want to have any of the sparks. Oh. To, to When you leave it open like that and right. hang your meat two feet above it, you've got to have enough of a coal bed going and enough of a fire going that you get that. And I'm comfortable doing that in my outdoor cooking space, but mm-hmm. I don't want to catch a leaf on. It's been so dry yeah, that's a good that point. I don't do that typically at the campgrounds, but I do have a grate that would let me, it's called an outpost grill from Brio and you can hammer that in the ground right over your fire pit and raise and lower the grate and do exactly that. That's kind so, of, I've, I've, I've seen that. And, and before we get out of here, 
Do you think maybe because it has been so dry, take a fire extinguisher with you just in case? Is or that, is or that, keep a bucket of water handy. Keep a bucket, yeah, yeah. Something for safety. Yes. Yeah. And never, always make sure it's completely out before you leave it. You got it. Boy, you, you really hate seeing that happen. Well, that that got me hungry. Thanks, buddy. You got me hungry. <laughs> you take me camping, you won't take me to your weddings. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dude, I'm just about eating. You know that. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, we want to again thank Megan Day for being on the show. Check her out at burntfingerbbq.com. Next week, well, it's Thanksgiving right around the corner. So we're going to be talking turkeys up next week with Andy and T-Bone and myself, Dave Kais. Thanks for tuning in and happy barbecuing. Happy Halloween. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform. 